I wonder if people ever be like, why are they fucking yelling? Who is this person? (laughs) Why? What are we setting up here? (laughs) Hey, you know what? I like it. I like this little beat personally. Uh, Shout out to Sick With It, the producer who created this John. Um, For multiple reasons, because I was in the marching band. This Mm -hmm. record, he well, I say record. It's not a full record, but he actually titled this beat March Madness. Yeah. And then on top of that, I was in the military. So like the you know the yelling with the whistles and all that kind of stuff. It just it feels home a little bit for me. Yeah, it feels like college. You know? Okay. I, like, yeah. That's a, that's how that's the vibe I get. Like a but, different world. Yeah, yeah. I love that it comes in because it comes in with energy, and that's yeah. what we trying to bring y'all today. Yes, so guess what, guys? I'm your girl D Woods, and it's your girl Lady Life, and we are Creative, Creative Culture. Culture. Together we stand. Yes, indeed. This S- week's vibe. This week's motherfucking vibe is fluid. Ooh, fluid. Okay. I've been. I'm feeling, feeling that because like... you know I'm a water sign, and it's still Scorpio season. <laughs> exactly. It's a. It, I, you know, I've been feeling a lot with the flow of oh, things. Oh, okay. And, um, I think fluid. I think fluid is a is a great term that you know not. It sounds great when you're talking to the queer community, but go right, ahead. Right, right, right. And I'm not talking about sexually fluid. I'm All talking right. about um, your energy as fluid. Okay. You know. ebbs and flows and be like the river you know Mm -hmm. constantly changing but ever moving forward i'm I'm with it so we are here so lady how has your week or weeks or how long time has passed yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been about two weeks um okay so happy motherfucking birthday let's start there all right and happy veterans day so i get a back-to-back you know because today's monday um, but when y'all gonna hear this it's tuesday it's fine um, I get a back-to-back celebration, um, so I'm I'm good with it. Chick Fil A, you disappointed me. I did not get my free sandwich today. Apparently, it's only at participating locations. I ain't got time for that foolishness. I just want my sandwich. That's some bullshit. That's what I thought, but you know, hey, whatever. I went on and paid for the sandwich and left. I didn't even get a whole meal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Fuck y'all!" But right. why did you stay? You should have went somewhere else. Oh man, because I had already walked in the blizzard. <laughs> Oh, by, by the way, everybody, there's an Arctic blast happening across the U.S., mm. and it went from 65 degrees. I had shorts and a T-shirt on yesterday, and now, let's just say we motherfucking bundled up. Okay? I had already packed up all my shorts. <laughs> the first time that little um, cold front came in, I was like, that's it. That's a wrap. No more shorts. <laughs> I, I know Texas weather is a little fickle, a little uh, Bipolar, tripolar, whatever. There have been times we've experienced three seasons all in one day. Right. But once the first cold front come in, I'm done. Put the shorts up because who knows what's going to happen after that. But anyway, my past two weeks have been great. Um, Been really productive, trying to, you know, stay focused on some things. Good things coming. Um, That's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, I guess I'll go ahead and ask you how your two weeks have been. My two weeks... (laughs) And I'm trying to re- recall. My my two weeks have been a lot of work. Okay. I mean, I've been I've been busy. I've been working a lot, and I've been actually moving forward, um, and realizing um, where I'm at in life yeah. and where I need to be and want to be. Mm. And somehow um, for progression. Right. Right. And that's where the fluid of this week's vibe. Oh, shit. I lost my mic. The mic is trying to be fluid. <laughs> right, Mike, shit. I need you to be still. I, yeah, your job is to be still, motherfucker. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I think I got it. Um, right. But, yeah, so uh, I've been busy. I've been planning this uh, pl- panel that I'm on tomorrow, today, for people who are listening. Um, it's at Sandaga, so if you hear it and you're in Dallas and you want to come by, come through. It's free. Uh, so Sandaga I've been... Sandaga 813. Oh, yeah, th- that. On 813 <laughs> Exposition, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's that's why it's 813? Girl, I didn't know. I don't know the address. Just type it <laughs> in fucking uh, Waze or Google or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I've been planning that, and we've been working really hard on just, 
you know, who's the next panel guest that we're bringing on, which is one of my coworker and friend. Um, Chad is going to be on there with us, and he's a very well-spoken and educated brother that, you know, has a, a array of perspectives. So, okay. um, damn, I spoke well about Chad. Big up Shit. to Chad. Right. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's, and I want to segue all of that fluidity and um, need versus want into the highlight of this week. And for those who don't know, it's a a IGTV show that I created for the perspective of a working woman um, trying to pursue their passions and dreams, or just not women in general, but people in general. It's all about Um, transitions. And transition, transitioning your energy at any level capacity um, point in your life. So this week highlight is um, need versus want, mm. and you know the path that you're currently on, and following that with the fluid motion, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So me personally, I have been in in my perspective looking on my life, you know. Uh, bird's eye view is like I've been forcing myself into my passion or my the the things that I want right I've been forcing okay. it and I've been I've been like um, pushing a lot of the effort when it's not it doesn't seem um, it doesn't seem just 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 right you know like yes. just fluid just like um, it doesn't always make sense and I I was talking to you know, me and Lady have a business together, um, our other business partner. And um, I said some shit that I was like, shit, that, that's some shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know, he asked me about how, where I was in life. And I was like, you know, I'm at a point where I'm, I'm not pursuing the things that I want, but I'm allowing myself to see the things that I need. And I'm lo- allowing That's myself. Dope. I'm allowing myself to like just go with the flow of yeah. things and go where my go where you know my energy feels yeah. like it should Following be there. Intuition right? and inclinations. Yeah, instead yeah. of like being <clears throat> stagnant or pushing forward, yeah, being persistent right? towards something, something that, that yeah. just doesn't feel right. I so get it. Um, I definitely get it. So yeah, let's talk about that, lady. Let's talk about like the things that we like need versus want, like. I tell you, it's funny because I guess we're going through this transition around the same time. I mean, and I've said this multiple times, with my birthday, where it is, um, that's like the new year for me. Um, And um, I'm in that space right now on the need versus want. There have been a lot of things that I have desired. Mm -hmm. um, And in most cases, nine times out of ten, just my Scorpio energy, I can get it done. And I can get it. But it's been, the lesson has been to what detriment. Right. So what I'm learning now is to decipher, is this something that you just really want? Why do you want it? And is that going to be towards, like, the greater good? Right. Uh, As far as, like, my bigger vision, right? Right. Um, And then it's like, well, forget what you want. What is it that you need? Because there are some things in my life and my vision um, that I've wanted yeah. that I haven't been able to manifest. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, what do you need in order to manifest that? Right. Because that's your purpose, that's your passion, like that's the thing that you spend the most time talking to God about. Yeah, Figure that part out. Yeah. Other than like some of the other little um, simpler things. You know, of course we all have desires for, um, I guess what you would call material things. Yeah. And over the years, I find out that that shit is so easy to get. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Um, And there are so many things that over the past, if I go back and look at when I wrote down stuff that I wanted or stuff that I desired or look at old vision boards, or even if it wasn't a board, it was just like a list of something or whatever I wrote out for myself, a vision statement. It's like, oh, man, I did that. I did this. I did that. But there was some blockage in some areas. And so now I'm in a place of like figuring out, well, what's causing that blockage? And most of the time it's because I've ignored the need. Yeah. And I basically just kind of went after simple wants, easy yeah. gets, easy wins. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so that's, that's the space I'm in now. And I think it's crazy because the space that I'm in right now is I have everything I need. Mm. You know, like, so now that you have everything you need, it's like I feel like I was just pushing more for the things that I want mm. as opposed to... Um, um, 
uh, I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but like um, expanding my needs, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, um, fuck, I can't think of the word. It's a big word that I want to use. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we'll but, use all the other synonyms. Right. And it, yeah, big. Anyways, um, and I'm at a point where I was telling my friends, you know, I was asking them how they feel about their lives or whatever. And I was just like, yes, this is happening to me. However, I'm the most happiest right now. That's good. And that's with what I need. Like, yeah. like I have everything I need. I have yeah. comfort. I have love. I have, like, friends. I have, like, yeah. everything going for me. So the things that, like, I w every time I talk to someone about their passion, mm -hmm. their purpose, especially mm -hmm. people who work nine to fives, yeah. I'm always dawned at, like, okay, well, what are you doing right now? why don't you want to pursue your passion right now? Like, mm. what's holding you back? Mm. But I feel like right now, even myself, as I reflect on myself, I take the time and I don't, um, I don't really, I think even my, my passion and my dreams aren't big enough. So I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, I think that they're big, right? Right. So I want to have my own TV show. I want to star in movies. I want to do all of these things. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck is bigger than... Like, cause I think what's bigger than that is what comes out of it. Right. The impact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, like, that's the place where I'm at now. It's like, all right, well, the things on my board, like, I can get it done. I know hard work, perseverance, whatever, the impact, you know what I mean? And the other thing is difference between internal and external needs. Yeah. My internal, like, I have everything I need yeah. to create everything I want. That's yeah. the realization that I'm coming to. Yeah. I have everything internally or whatever that God has given me, even like you said, comfort, love, all that stuff is good. But all that helps me to do is to manifest the other things that I may desire or to um, attract other things that I need that are beyond me, that are outside of me, because obviously things that are bigger than me I, I can't do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm at that place right now. The the things that are bigger than me. Right. Yeah. That I feel it. And um, just taking taking the time to to assess like what do you need versus what you want. Um, and I, I think like your needing has to not be materialistic at all, right? Right. But your wants mostly evolve around or evolve around initially wants, right initially until right. you see like i said those are the easy wins the easy gets it's like i gotta want something more than a nice car and a nice yeah. crib you know what i mean so now it's like i want things that are going to help other people right yeah you know I mean? impact I'll, yeah right yeah. definitely took the words out of your mouth thank you <laughs> i appreciate that of course <laughs> we're gonna move on this record right here is la la land um featuring YG, let me figure out who the original artist is. Uh, I'll get back to y'all on that. We're gonna <laughs> let this record ride, and we'll be back with more creative culture. Oh, shit, you born in the Hamptons? I heard that's expensive. Damn, and you famous on Insta, your pics is a blessing. I think you could be a centerfold. No need for the money, though. Hey, baby, waste your time with me in California. Hey, baby, waste your time with me in California. La, 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 la. Yeah, I met her at a 1-0. La, 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 la. Now we at the same house party. La, 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 la. If you want to waste time, baby, waste your time.
And we back. That was uh, the first song was La La Land, Bryce Vibe featuring YG. The second record, this last record we listened to is Quinn Calling. Uh, what you think about that, D? Whack or Wavy? I like it. It's Wavy. All right. And I like the other joint. It's Wavy too. Cool. They was all in the same BPM. <laughs> yes, they were. Quite. Uh, I'm glad you understand the system now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Moving on yes. to... Beyond the Lens. We are here. Let's talk about these movies or films. Yeah. Or sh- TV shows. And streamers. And streaming. That's all we streaming do here now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what you got up first? Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> you I lost my damn on, mic. <laughs> you've been waiting on Disney Plus all year. Is it everything that you wanted Tomorrow, it to be? today, baby. Yeah. Tomorrow, today, baby. And okay. guess what Verizon is what's giving? The, what's the first thing you're going to watch on that, John? So, I've never seen any Star Wars. Okay. Never. None of them. So my What about so, Star Trek? Yeah, of course. My, okay. da- my, my grandfather was a Trekkie, so like okay. I would watch the TV show with him or while he kind of was watching yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've seen all of those. Right. Um, however... I've never seen Star Wars because I thought you had to choose. Right. It's like and that the, power empire shit right. which has no... They had nothing to do with each other. Just like Star Trek and Star Wars. But I get how yeah. you... Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the first thing. I'm going to watch all, all right. of those. And that franchise is coming to an end, huh? Uh, I'm not really sure about that because The Mandalorian will be a TV show on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Like, but I'm talking about from a film perspective. Oh, possibly, I think, yes. I think that the movie franchise is coming to it. I yeah. think they have one more that's coming out yes, this year. Yes, should be coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. The so way I'm they're su- positioning it is like this is the last one. I'm super excited. Um, Verizon gave us, me as a user, a, <laughs> a, a free year um, on Disney+. Plus. So. I'm so confused because I have Verizon. I'm going to... Well, just go on the app, and yeah. then it, sh- it, sh- it shows. Okay. You, you should be fine. All right. You'll, Thank you. You'll have Disney+. Plus. All right. Um, and then on another note, Netflix, and we'll segue, Netflix also has <laughs> um, put all the old black movies on its platform. They've Yo, been strategically putting yes. everything out so that the number one um, buying demographic, mm-hmm. which is black. Right, can be a can stay right on Netflix. Oh yeah, rhythm and flow. Uh huh. Uh, I just watched How to Be a Player. Mm. Love Jones. Love Jones, which was like <sighs> for everybody. Right. I don't really care. The next step is them putting like Poetic Justice, um, the John, Lyric. the John Singletons. Yeah. So once they put the John Singletons on there, Bad Boys is on there. Like Netflix is. Um, Speaking of John Singleton, mm-hmm. Snowfall. Haven't seen it, and I've heard good things about it. Listen, I've been the first two seasons in the past couple of days. I'm hooked. Oh, you like it? I love it. Like is an understatement. I love it. That's why you ain't finished Rhythm and Flow. Yeah, it just wasn't the same vibe. You know, I was over here trying to figure out how to be a dope dealer, you know, <laughs> legit. <laughs> hey, really, you know when a show is that captivating and it seems that simple to be uh, the person, uh, right, the, the, the character, main character, yeah. right, it's like, it, it has to be a phenomenal show, right? So, talking about Netflix, let's let's segue right into Dolomite. Right. Yeah, so honestly, Dolomite gave me the same vibe. I, I liked it. Give me the same vibe being a dope dealer? No, no, no. Not from a dope dealer, but just from the standpoint of... uh, Making your own shit? Making your own shit, creating your own product, making your own lane, like, just being self-sufficient. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's definitely a movie for anybody who is an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, if you thought about it. Like, I tell you one thing, watching that film is either going to inspire you and show you how much you have to work, or it's going to deter you because you know whatever it is that you've been thinking and dreaming about, whether or not you want to put in that much work, yeah. that's going to let you know, like, is this it for me? Yeah. I think that's a, a real good deciding factor, yeah. at least for me anyway. There have been multiple things that I could have pursued over time. I had this conversation earlier, but I knew if I wasn't going to put in the work, like the 10,000 hours, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. Like, just, just, just going to move past that. Right. And so uh, my name is Dolomite. 
is a biopic essentially about the gentleman who created the original film Dolomite. Right. Um, black exploitation. Yeah, and it goes behind the scenes of how that black exploitation genre was created. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also goes to show about like what perseverance, determination, and some of those other things that you learn in business about like knowing your audience mm-hmm. and being able to uh, fill in a gap. Right. For something that you don't already see in the marketplace. Exactly. Um, so I thought it was a great, great film. I thought Eddie Murphy did a, a great job. Wesley Snipes, great job. Um, I can't even think of that lady's name. But uh, yeah, I don't know her name either. Obviously, that was history by putting you know a plus size woman in that type of role in that film. Right. In that time frame. Right. Especially in that time. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, he had his white women in there, but right. Um, um, but yeah, you know, there was so many different. Um, milestones achieved with that project and with yeah. what he was doing in the course of his lifetime. I thought it was just magnificent. Her name is Devon Joy. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I thought it was a great film. At, uh, to echo what Lady said, um, I ha- I think I seen Dolomite, but I had to go back on, you yeah. know, like, if I really seen it? Yeah. Um, and I know it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime if right. y'all want to watch it. The on original. Amazon, the original. Yeah. The original is on Amazon Prime, but the My Name is Dolomite biopic is on Netflix. Yeah. Um, just for clarity. Uh, I definitely thought it was... Uh, it took me some time to finish it. And it was just because I stopped and I didn't know what was going on and I hadn't seen the movie, right? So when I sat down and like watched it collectively... Um, it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought, you know, Eddie always does a really good job. Yeah. I, I haven't... Is this the first biopic he's ever done? Uh, not really. He basically replayed the same role he played in uh, Dreamgirls. Sorry, I was thinking about Eddie in Dreamgirls, and I can't think... I only see Jamie Foxx. He was... Uh, oh, what was his name? Golly... I'm Eddie Murphy to think. was in Dreamgirls. Oh, he was the uh, the singer. Yeah, he was oh, a okay. singer. And oh, then, yeah, um, I remember. Okay, a, old yes. girl from Dreamgirls was dating him, and then she sang yeah, in his ear like. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was a drunk or a drug addict. Eventually. He had a lot of issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He played the same character. You're right. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Um, um, he sings the same way and everything. Right. Eddie Murphy himself had put out a record a long time ago, um, and all of, all that stuff sounds the same. Yeah. So, moving on to um, another Netflix original, mm-hmm. American Son. Yes. So, this is a, a tale about a biracial child. Well, he's 18. Um, who is stopped by the police for w- unknown reasons. Right. And his mother is basically, you know, there's a lot of prejudice that's going on and racial you know, innuendos that's happening um, and until the father, who is white, obviously, um, comes into the picture and so on and so forth. I don't want to tell you the whole film, right. but I love the dialogue, even though it was placed in one room. Yeah, it, it had the same vibe as um, was the movie with uh, Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. It was pretty much a, a play. Oh. It was adapted. Um, Fences. Yeah. Fences. Yeah. It's yeah. the same. It's the same as uh, it's a fences type vibe. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I like Carrie Carrie Washington. I love the like, the spat. The way she um, just kind of. I like the way she enunciates and like, ch- she articulates words. I like. Right. I like how it, it gave me the vibe of. Um, Scandal, like the way okay. she, you know, she yeah. talks fast and she's like on her shit type of yeah. vibe. Um, so I think that was the perfect role for Carrie. Uh, and honestly, just you know, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of know what happened, but then you're just hopeful that that didn't happen. Yeah, right. It is. Yeah, yeah. you can you can predict the ending, and then you're kind of like, no, nah, that really, didn't happen. Yeah, I was really hoping for something different. Right. Um, right. But overall. Regardless to it only having literally one um, location, I mean they went be, back and forth. Well, they sometimes. they had B roll, yeah, is what we know in the film world, and yeah. that you know would show different scenes and scenarios when they were talking about certain things. But in general, most of the all the conversation took place in one room, right? Um, and so I think it was well done 
in that aspect, like yeah. that it didn't get boring, it mm-hmm. didn't get stagnant, it kept you on your toes because you want to know what's going to happen next, right. how they're going to get through this, right. what it, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, just in general, the the dialogues, the monologues, all of it was good. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It was good. I, I recommend y'all watch that. It was a five star for me. Um, Moving on to theaters. Theaters, Harriet. Yes. Um, or, what's her name? Arivo. I don't know what her name is. The British black actor, or I'm sorry, Nigerian. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't give a. Um, no, she's a part she, of the diaspora. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's been saying some slick shit. Uh oh. Well, okay. Cynthia Arivo, isn't that her name? Yeah, I guess. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going with whatever you have. <laughs> I guess she is from Britain, but anyway. She's a Nigerian. Uh, she's a Britain-born Nigerian. There you go. <laughs> um, however, I seen the movie with a bunch of my friends. We went to uh, went on a like friend date or whatever, mm-hmm. and... Um, it was so fun because we got to, it, we were the only people in there pretty much, and we got to comment at everything on the fit. Like, you know. Oh, it, gee. I'm glad I was not there. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I enjoy being like, oh, really? Loud and boisterous. Right. And just it, I, up. Yeah, it's mm. fun. It's just like watching it at the house. And, you know, we were pretty That's much, why I don't like watching it in groups at the house either. Well, it was very Especially enjoyable for me. Especially something I haven't seen before. It was very enjoyable for I'm me. I'm glad you guys had a great time. We on different uh, spectrums. I get it. <laughs> I get it. So um, I think that's what made it really fun was yeah. watching this history with other people and being like, damn, like that happened, that happened, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I thought it was well done. Uh, I didn't I didn't know, uh, like, the ending about Harriet. I didn't know that Harriet was, you know, um, I watched Drunken History with okay. uh, Crystal about Harriet Tubman. Yeah. And it gave me a little bit more insight about how she um, had the idea, you know, to lead the troops to go burn yeah. down the um, plantations along the river. And, you know, that's when she saved 750 slaves. Man. And quite an accomplishment. Before that, she was like 75 and oh, and on foot of 100 miles. Right. 75 plus miles. 75 people. Because even I, after. After sometimes she had to go over five hundred miles. It's well, crazy. that's when she went to Canada. Yeah, but right. my my whole thing is like it to me. It's crazy because almost anything they told her she couldn't do or that she shouldn't do, she defied the odds. And that's what I love about this story. Not just so much about. I mean, first of all, I do love Black history, but this yeah. is not your average slave movie. No, um, not I mean, at it all. is a part of our history. Slavery was obviously a part of our history. But I appreciate the story that's told about our heroes, the stuff that we don't get to hear in school, yeah. the stuff that's not widespread. And they don't, I personally feel like they don't give us this information because think about if you're five, six, seven years old, or even a teenager, and you find out how powerful this slave was, you know, as a young black girl, like that would empower you to move beyond half of the bullshit they try to teach you in grade school. So I know why they leave a lot of stuff out, and that's fine. I'm still empowered now as, a, as an adult right. from watching that film. Um, so I, I thought it was great. It, it wasn't, like I said, it's not your average slave film, um, and I think it's a great story to get to know who Harriet Tubman truly was. Yeah. By the way, guys, if you don't know, Harriet Tubman was five foot tall. She was under five foot, actually. Well, they have her at five. Okay. We'll so we'll let her, hey, she must have wore her high boots that day. I guess she did. <laughs> um, she was five foot. A five foot black woman was running fucking the troops. Suffering tro- from troops seizures. Helped the Civil War. Helped the, um, what do you call them? Uh, troops. Well, not the troops. I, at the North, I would assume. When the North was the South. I don't know. I don't care about that part of history. <laughs> But yeah, I think it was well done, and it was it was history that needed to be told. Yeah, um, she should have been had a movie. Look out for the actual, um, not Octavia. Fuck, what is her name? What is her name? She plays in How to Get Away with Murder. Viola. Viola Davis will be playing in the HBO special of Harriet Tubman. Nice. Yeah, so that should be lit. All right. Well, we're gonna move on. Uh, this record is Gucci Pajamas. Uh, <laughs> 
We gonna let this record ride, y'all. We'll be back with more creative culture. She don't wanna give me my Gucci, pajamas back. Just been over. I damage that she distract me from the hands that she's stealing all my shit. Uh, I got options, at least I thought I can't find all the shit that I bought Did I actually buy the shit? No Look, she tried to steal all my clothes on some broke shit Then tried to throw away my Gucci on some woke shit Then tried to link up with my exes on some coat shit That shit is weird, left-handed chandelier Hit Atlanta, disappear Witness protection, I see her damn reflection in the mirror Get that Windex on them spirits, I just need a can of beer Was spotted like Panda Bear, now all my pajama wear Is whiter than Santa beer, whiter than Bonnie Bear Whiter than Sunny share. why did she steal my shit? Why did I even share? How did she steal my drip? Give me back all my shit, why did I even share? Give me back all my clothes, but no maniac bitch Ocean's Eleven shit, give me back all my shit Give me back all my clothes, stealing all of my bitch Interesting. <laughs> now we back. <laughs> My mic was still muted. Uh, yeah, so the first record, Gucci Pajamas, Guap Dad for a Thousand, featuring uh, Chance the Rapper. And I'm sure you heard Uncle Charlie. Uh, it was it was good, but niggas a rapper rap about, about anything. anything. Jesus, yes. Just, oh a, my just God. a fun little vibe, um, yeah. along with Tonight, which is uh, Kenzie, featuring Casey Veggie. Another mm. little fun vibe. What did you think about it, though? This last one? Whack or wavy? Whack. Okay. Yeah. That's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no problem. That yeah. ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Uh, uh, moving on. Yes, moving on. Now in rotation. Let's start this off by, did you hear about the news about uh, Tyler, the Creator's um, camp? Flognog. Mm, Flognog and motherfuckers booing Drake. Mm, okay. Dr- Drizzy. Arbery, Arbery, Drake, Graham, they fucking booed this man because, get this, they assumed that the special guest that was in the question marks on the flyer was yeah. Frank Ocean. Okay, I can see how they got disappointed. If you came to see Frank and you got Drake, that ain't what you're there for. It didn't say Frank. I mean, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I, it, I can see why you booed if you were expecting Frank and you got Drake. Those are two completely different type artists. Honestly... I, now, let me backdoor this and say, stop assuming things. Yes, you make an ass out of you and, and me. me. Now, right. listen to this. If her brings out Beyonce, and nope, why would you? That's like the same thing. Drake mm. is the hottest hip-hop artist right that now. That sounds great, but look at the other artists that was on that, that ticket, though. Drake. It's niche. Okay, so so Tyler, the creator, obviously his crowd is a niche, you right. know, um, uh, audience, right? Right. So it, I understand that, but however, this is the biggest motherfucking artist right now, and that's what Tyler. Is first he? of all, Tyler, because Kanye swore he was. No, Kanye's not. He, we all know it's Drake. Um, Tyler put that in his bio on Twitter. Um, embarrassed by my fans and he went off and said like I would have thought that you all would my fans would have appreciated one of the biggest artists coming to perform at my show he did this for me as a favor like I'm sorry Tyler you should have gave somebody a preview or warning like you said he has a niche audience right Mm -hmm. Um, was Jaden on that ticket Uh, I think I mean I I think so I haven't seen the flyer I mean but you gotta think about the type of artists that are going to appeal to that crowd like I tell you what if Drake had a concert or an event and Tyler the Creator was his guest Tyler would've got booed too no I don't think so ah come on you don't think Drake fans wanna hear Tyler okay so who was there Pharrell 
headliner, Tyler, Rick Ross, Mac Miller, huh? Earl Sweatshirt. How is Mac Miller there? Mac Miller. I think they, you know, they just, hold on, when is this? This is the third annual, right? This is the new one? Is this second year in a row? Mm-mm. Oh, wait, maybe not. I, that's what the one that I was looking at. The Well, that was one of them. Um, but I, I think Pharrell was at this latest one as well. Yeah, I thought that's who, who was the, um, oh, is this the new one? I don't know. I can't really find the flyer, and I don't want to say the wrong shit, but yeah. um, I know Janae was on there. Uh, Snoop Dogg, the internet. The internet's been back a few times. YG Willow, and I'm sure Jaden, and a bunch of other people. Um, so I just I don't mean, understand. Drake like, is dope, but know your audience. I guess. Drake was like, hey, I'm here for you. Just let me know if you want me to go. keep going. They booed, and he was like, it's been all love. You know, I'm Drizzy <laughs> Drake, and I'm out. I you mean, got paid either way. Which, so you know what? That's a win. Drake's, you know what? How many artists have experienced that at the height of their career? Ooh. Mm, that's a good question. So I think this is going to humble him a little bit and make him a little better and bring out even better music. Now, maybe more pop, and maybe not, you know, whatever. I, who knows what to expect. I However, don't want him to change up for this crowd, though. No, I don't think he's going to change up. I'm thinking, I'm saying better. I'm saying, like, you know how some, like... Um, well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If you were to go to an Afropunk mm-hmm. event, do you expect to see Drake? I don't see why not. At Afropunk? I mean, but I'm different. Like, I feel like Afropunk punk should embrace... The, not saying with it don't embrace. I'm just but saying, but it's with that being expectation. For me, I love Drake. That's not what I'm asking you. No, I don't think it's off. People. I don't think it's off. Okay. But I don't know what to expect at Afropunk. Okay. How about that? I've never been. Okay. Fair enough. So like Essence Fest, like I seen Kanye at Essence Fest. Does that make Essence is different? Essence is definitely mainstream. Afropunk is not. And Tyler, I mean, granted he's a big artist, but he's not even as mainstream as he thinks he is. So yeah. I mean, Drake is extremely mainstream, right. like in your face hip hop, R and B. Yeah. And when you got all of these niche yeah. um genres yeah. floating around in your thing, yeah. Drake doesn't fit. I'm not saying Drake isn't a great artist. I'm not even saying I believe Drake could put on a great show. Right. But to a group of people who was like expecting Frank Ocean, that lets you know what kind of people they are. And Drake don't fit that. Yeah. I agree, I agree yeah. that you got to know your audience. Yeah. But that's not for Drake to know. That's for Tyler to know. Because, that I agree you know what I'm too. saying? That's yeah. your show. And yeah. you, you thought, hey, this is the biggest artist. Like, let me get him for my fans. They paying cheap as fuck to hear Drake. I'm just being real. That's true. Right. <laughs> These niggas was mad, yo. So, anyways, let's move on. Yeah. New music. Let's talk about New it. New music. Um, Gallant put out a project, Insomnia, Sweet Insomnia. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it for, you know, for like that chill type of vibe. Again, mm-hmm. you got to know what you're listening to. Right. Um, so, it's not like real poppy. It's not, I mean, it's, I guess, a true R&B, not really soulful. Um, type of album. Okay. Yeah. I haven't listened to it, so I'm not going to um, comment on it here. Also, we got Doja Cat with yes. a new project. Doja Cat. I like it. She reminds me of Abra, which if you guys don't know Abra, check her out. I really like her fucking music, but she hasn't put anything out in like three or four right. years. I was say, it's been a minute. Um, but Abra is one of my, like, I like her. I like, it's, it's a super vibe. And I think Doja Cat was a super vibe for me. Um, actually, speaking of, <laughs> I had a male friend chat say <laughs> that his, if he had lady parts, the song, God damn it, what is the Doja Cat? Let me pull it up. Hold on. If he had lady parts, uh, this song, let me just say titled, the Doja Cat is definitely for the grown folk. Titled Rules. Mm-hmm. Um, would make uh what did he say? Make it make it do something. I don't know. It was weird. And I yeah. was like, I guess. Like I Rule. went back and listened to it. Rules is cool. Rules is cool. Rules but my favorite cool is Streets. Okay. It's the only one that I decided to download. Okay. So I, I'm really like I was streets is like and that's where I was like, oh damn, this is like a real Abra yeah. vibe. I'm gonna have to give the whole project a listen before I decide on what my favorites are. But so far I there I found a few bops in there. Yeah. yeah. Um oh and the Gucci man, the like that? I like that. 
I do. I like that. that. I like that. That's what. That's what's up. I like it. Any other uh, single Jones you've been listening to? Singles? No, I haven't listened to any singles, but I have been listening to um, King of R and B, Mr. Jacquees. Mm. And let me tell you, it takes a lot for me to listen to Jacquees. And that's okay. The first listen, I'm like, hmm. This was good. Yeah. It wasn't like, I, I like Jacquees when he's on, it's all about sex. Like, it's a whole, uh, basically a playlist of sex songs that you could just have sex to. Okay. However, he's this. He's taking up the R. Kelly uh, mantle. I don't know. Without being a complete perv. Right. Um, I, I'm not really sure about that comment. <laughs> well, you said it's a whole list of sex songs. That's what R. Kelly was back in, I oh, mean, like. Oh, like, I think that some of his projects are just sex songs. However, he, he wanted to explore the whole, like, identity of being an R&B artist, and I think that's why he self-titled it, or not even self-titled. He gave his, he proclaimed himself the king of R&B. Um, and he got T.I. on here. He got T.K. Kravitz. Um, mm. He got F Y.B., Tory Lanez. Well, we didn't talk about Tank. Tank's project. Keep moving. Okay. I just <laughs> wanted to know. Whack away. I Definitely. Mean, that's what this segment is. You know who killed it for him? Who did? Uh, Amari Hardwick. You know what? I was thinking that. So I literally put Tank on and was like, <laughs> I'm about to take a shower and get fresh. And, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> And I was like, nigga, this is the... First of all, it took me a minute. I was like, that, I, that voice, I know that voice. And I was like, why the hell is Ghost on this damn um, thing? And why is it so long? Why is it three, four like, minutes? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get to Tank. Like, I, I'm taking a shower for a reason. Somebody you know said I mean? he need to fight him over that. And, and my theory about Tank in general is that his songs are for lesbians. I, no, they're for the queer community. Okay, in queer community, but yeah, I specifically it, it, it think ain't lesbians. just for it ain't just for the <clears throat> the, the studs and films. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I I I don't know. I just think it was whack, and I think it was whack because he put that as the first track. That could have been like the outro, and nobody would have listened to that shit. But the first oh, fucking Mari track could have just put that out himself and and <laughs> and put a YouTube video to it and called it a day and been like Ghost Chronicles. I don't know. I, either way, it just didn't fit. It didn't fit at and all. And then it was fucking long. Anyways, back to um, this king of R&B. I thought it was really dope, and I think that y'all should check it out. Because the more and more I listen to it, the more and more I'm like, damn, this can like this can age well. Mm, okay. As opposed to I, I a lot to of his other tracks. I don't think you, where you got the aging well. Yeah, from. I think it can age well. Like the he the selections, like the vibes, like it's all there. You know what? Any, you know how Chris Chris Brown puts out like a forty album song, <laughs> right? I think like if Chris was to put out like a like twelve songs like he did, this is what it would sound like. You show sure putting a lot on Jacquees, man. He the king of R and B. No, the hell he is. Hell not. yeah. We, we will agree hell to disagree. Yeah. He's the king of R and B. Okay, you just try to keep some shit. Uh, <laughs> we moving on. This is action. Ray Black. We're going to let this record ride, y'all, and we'll be back with more creative culture. All these brothers want to talk, but they never show action. All these niggas want to hold me for ransom. I ain't got a wine when my diamonds are dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All these brothers want to talk, but they never show action. All these niggas want to hold me for ransom. I ain't got a wine when my diamonds are dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Using me style up again. Diamonds, them are dancing, still up, wine up again. Busy body, make time for me, girl. Options, you could be my side of my girl. Mm-hmm. If I took your number, would you holler back? You send me the dogs, I say girl a cat. Tryna make that pussy be my habitat. Hit it from the front, hit it from the back. Let me show you into what you're about. She used to work at King of Diamonds on a Monday. Only hit the club on Saturday and Sunday. I used to pull up every week, you should have seen her. The way she did it, nobody could do it clean up. In the soup for my birthday And I can tell you the reason these niggas thirsty Now mama getting it in on the worst day Now mama getting it in She fit the school and the gym into a work day I'm strong, she got me doing the dishes Hell a nigga down when the clip was to an extension You so bad, yeah, you so vicious I'm so glad that you not his chick She wanted a nigga and got the right one I wanted a bag, she looking like fun Pull up on me, baby, and spend the night I face 
spot that you drop me. I can't let you go without me. Shawty got me. Waiting on the mama trying to lock me. It can't be nobody if it's not me. I'm in the same spot that you drop me. T-Pain is one of my favorite R&B um, kings on, oh, Mount, wow. on the Mount King Moore. <laughs> R&B Rushmore, R&B Moore. <laughs> That's um, funny. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's, oh, he's been impactful. On Mount Crushmore. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's crushed a lot of number one hits. Yeah. Um, that was Jerry Sprunker, Tory Lanez with the one and only T-Pain. Um Wacka Wavy. Definitely Wavy. All right. Action, Ray Black. Uh, I like that joint. Okay. I think it was good. Cool. Uh, what about you? I assume that you like all the tracks, but, you know, it's nice for me to ask. Um, some of them, I think, have a cool little vibe to them. Like, I thought Tonight had a fun vibe. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to it good enough to really say whether it was Wack or Wavy. Um, <coughs> kind of the same thing with Gucci Pajamas. Sometimes I just... I would like to give something for the people to have fun with on the show. Yeah. And then there are times where I pick records that's like, yo, you can listen to this, ride to this, whatever. Facts. Um, so, uh, you know, just a little variety, if you mm, will. Interesting. And okay. then I also, the other part of it is I like for them to be new records. Yeah. And so I'm going through literally like over a course of a weekend, probably about average 40, 50, 60 new songs Mm -hmm. so these is like trying to find the best first i try to narrow it down about like 10 or 12 and then from there i gotta figure out if the bpms match (laughs) so sometimes you get one that i don't think is necessarily the best out of the new Mm -hmm. but like because there's a lot of good slow jams actually uh ironically that came out over the past couple of weeks but I don't want that to be too slow of a vibe on the show. <laughs> so it's like, what do I do? You play it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we went for the fun route this time. We'll go slow next time. That works. Yeah. Uh, we are now in our last segment, Keys to Life. Mm-hmm. Um, and life, L-Y-F-E, is living your fullest every day. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular key to life I got from my man, Dolomite. Um and I feel like I got to have a little extra whatever when I say this. Okay. Um, I want you to live the life that you love and love the life that you live. From the frantic Atlantic to the terrific Pacific, be the best of whatever you are. Shoot for the moon, and if you miss it, cling on to a motherfucking star. Um, and that that stood out to me. Yeah. Just because one thing is, is that I've heard probably in middle school, and I can't even remember which teacher it was, um, had a poster on the wall that said, shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. And that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. As far as having a goal, having an idea of where you want to go, and even if you don't reach and attain that, you're so much closer to that than if you didn't have that goal. And that's kind of how I treat um, a lot of things in life. When you talk about needs versus wants i start with a vision yeah and by by me reaching um and attempting to move towards that vision i find out so much more about the needs about the wants about the idea that i had in the first place but it wouldn't be possible if i didn't first start with that vision if i didn't first start to think about again the first part of this quote was to live the life that you love and love the life that you live I think that's important, too, is finding something that you're truly in love with, something that, like in Sister Act, wakes you up every morning. You know, if you if every morning you wake up thinking about singing, then maybe you're supposed to be a singer. Right. You know, if every morning you wake up with numbers running in your head, then you might want to find a a, a passion that will allow you to run numbers every day, you know, to truly um, work in something that's going to have you excited to get up in the morning and go to work, whether it's for someone else or for yourself. Because even though we talk a lot about transitioning to entrepreneurship and the main focus of this show is for all you artists and creatives out there, um, I I feel like from personal experience, that is the hardest industry to try to pursue because most people don't understand it. They Mm -hmm. would much rather you go get a quote unquote real job. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like part of my 
job or duty is to help people explore real jobs within their creative passion. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you want to be around, if you enjoy film, there are so many different jobs, you know, that you could go work on a set of a film. You don't have to be the director. You don't have to be the producer. You don't even have to be the writer. That You could run lights. You can run sound. You can run cameras. You know what I mean? There's like so many different things. Same thing in the music industry. Same thing with all the art, entertainment, and creative aspects. Yeah. Um, but again, it starts with having a vision and knowing, first of all, what is it that you love? And then you can kind of build on that. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we talk all the time about having some kind of vision, writing something down, putting it on paper, put it in front of you so you know what you're working for every day. Because a vision, you can break down into some actionable steps. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can put that in a timeline. I had to do one for myself today mm -hmm. because every year it's not so much that my vision changes, but... I'm maneuvering through different processes yeah. of my vision, I'm, yeah. you know, and I'm falling in love with the process of the grind, for real. I've heard people say it, and it sounded so cliche, but I realize I'm in that place now, yeah. personally, and that's what I want for other people as well. Again, I don't care if it's a regular nine-to-five corporate America job or if you're pursuing something that's a little outside of the box. Find, fall in love with the grind and um, what it takes to actually attain the things that you want. I think the worst thing we could do is get content, get stagnant. Um, I think that leads to resentment, bitterness, and those. that is not about having a life that you love and being able to, um, to uh, love the life that you live. You said a lot, I and did. I'm going to try to hit everything that you said. I, I totally agree with finding, so if your passion within a passion within a passion is there, <laughs> right? Um, and what I mean by that is like, if you, let's say I want to act, right? Yeah. I don't have to necessarily be in front of the camera. I can be behind the camera. The lights is just as important right. as it as the person in front of the camera. Trust me, they need or you to do be voiceovers. Or you could do voiceovers. You can definitely be behind the camera or do animations for right. whatever. But right now, I'm gonna tell you the number one job description right now is copywriting, and that is and that is such an important thing in society right now right. and those people who have written well their entire lives those right. blogs that didn't really take off or right. you know whatever you are in life you can be copywriting right and, and and making a good living and making a shit ton of money it is the number one job searched and job seeking that people need is copywriting it's a buzzword um so Definitely. you know i just wanted to and put content that creators right um especially for these big corporations that need help because they need creatives to help them right um so even living your life even you know i hate i hate the phrase shoot uh the sky's the limit the sky's the limit is like the dumbest shit ever <laughs> don't tell me there's a moon there's fucking stars. Right. There's a sun, but Everything the sky beyond the sky. Yeah. The sky is the limit. Why is it because I cannot go outside of our hemisphere? Is well, that what it that is? That doesn't make sense because you can fly above the clouds in a plane. Exactly. So how is the sky the limit? And what is the sky? This is the stupidest shit ever. So that's why this right here makes the biggest motherfucking sense is because if you do shoot for the the moon, you'll land on the stars. If, out of everything that you do, your passion can lead you into so many different, you know, like like areas and wormholes and things you never imagined. Um, and what else she say? You said the process. Yeah, falling in love with the process. The process, the grind. Now, what I don't agree with is that I do think complacency helps you realize. It helps you stop. Because there's a point, like, like this is what I believe in. This is what I mean by fluid. I believe that that negative and positive, positive energy exists in all of us. And it's always oh, deemed, deemed for us to do the most good for us. I, that's what I think. Um, and I believe that that complacency, when it sits, settles inside of us, it allows us to explore that part of us, right? And it's, you can't go through life without both, Right. And I believe that 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 allows you to grow because without that stagnant position in life, we've all been there. Right. We've all been stagnant. Mm, okay. It pushes us. Right. To get out of that, to then go into a 
a mode of, and, and that's why a lot of people say silence, right? Mm. Silence is stealth. Silence is moving. Silence is, is actually recognizing where you are in life. Um, and I, that's, that's the only thing that I would say about, you know, setting in your own complacency is not being too hard on yourself. Well, and I'm glad I looked this up because I was looking up the definition <coughs> of complacent. And sometimes we um, confuse complacent with complicit. Mm-hmm. And so I think complicity is when you're okay with something. Complacent is showing smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I would discourage a certain level of complacency. Right. Right. Um, but to be complicit, mm-hmm. is, which is the other word that mm-hmm. oftentimes you know, we get those confused, definitely mm-hmm. goes along with what you're saying right. is being able to be okay with being still in mm-hmm. a moment. You don't right. always have to be... Um, uh, in movement, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there is another cliche: slow motion is better than no motion. Right. Um, but I do think that, like what you're saying, there are times where we do have to kind of sit, be still, take time to right. analyze, so right. to speak, and really like assess what's going on right. before making another move. Right. I think reflection uh, uh, re- revolves around complacency because you are literally sh- like in a detrimental place for yourself, mm. but you're also in a actual, actual realization. Like you're reflecting that energy onto, you know, onto you, like, you know, that you're, and that's how, that's why the energy is, re- that's why complacency, you turn into an energy vampire. If you haven't heard my uh, IGTV show, it's on there. Um, energy vampires are people who s- basically they suck the good, the the good energy and the good vibes out of other people because they yearn for this. Um, they yearn, they want that, right? And anybody can be that. And I feel like that's what complacency leads to is because you're not happy and then you reflect that onto other people when <clears throat> you already know why you're not happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, do it's you? A, I think sometimes... I think, I think you do. I, well, I we think if you're it. astute, you'll know why you're not happy. I think sometimes people go through life being bitter and have... First of all, they got to recognize that, yo, I'm coming from a place that's not out of love, that's not out of happiness, that's mm-hmm. not out of joy, um, before you can decide, like, well, what's causing this. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who are, to me, when I think of complacent and stagnancy, yeah. I think of that. Yeah. Yeah, that space. Yeah, I'm, I just want everyone, <laughs> I always want everybody to feel how I feel. Um, but, you know, I know that we're all on our different journeys and our different paths. And I feel as though, you know, right now, what I seek in a passion and what I seek in a purpose in my life might not be what is actually my passion and purpose. It may be a roundabout way, right? But I feel like the more and more, you know, today's quote for me was, um, one day like today is better than two days of tomorrow and um hmm. and that, and you know all of that all that really means is being present today absolutely the today is 11 11 and if you know about energy that flows into the world it's about manifesting everything and everything coming into fruition into the physical form right now um so just just take your time with life you know like yes, be indeed. present especially in today yeah um and that's what i leave you with as your energy supplier <laughs> We appreciate that. Tell us where we can find you. You can find me at ITS underscore D double U. Double O. Double O. D D Woods. Uh, DS. Anyways, (laughs) it's it's underscore D Woods. I tried to be cute and it didn't work the fuck out. Uh, yeah, you can find me at T-H-E-L-A-D-Y-L-Y-F-E. And of course, creative culture is C-R, the number eight, the letter V, culture all that's on the gram um this is ro james last time we're gonna let this record ride out and of course we want you to remember life is what you make it dream design create it and until next time peace Told her that we gotta get away, now she all excited about tomorrow I know you've been going hard, and baby you should relax Got a question for you baby, can you tell me when was the time?
ride with a real one, get your groove stuck.